to shoot. David Beckham. Oh, goodness me. Awful long time. And now they're stretched at the back. The US have numbers. Altidore squares it. Dempsey's missed it. Donovan has it. From hope, there is glory. It's London Donovan. Pelota se va escurriendo hasta que llegan los botines de JJJ con la derecha. This is Sunday Luke's finest podcast with David and Obi. For joining us for another episode of Sunday League's Finest, I'm Obi Hernandez, and your co-host is David Donis. What up, y'all? What up? What up? We apologize for the noise in the background. David's a busy man; and can only do this while he's driving. On the road again. We're on the road again. Yep. It, it, it pretty much seems like we're doing more podcasts on the road than not. <laughs> so it <laughs> might just be the new format. Might be the new format, and then when we're when you're actually not driving, then we will call it something special. Yeah, it's easier, man, just because you know, we're like Obi said, I'm a busy guy. He's a busy guy. Um, sitting on the on his couch eating Cheetos. Uh, so, the best we can do. Yep, yep, yep. I fear you there. All right, David. Any surprising score lines that you would like to go over in the MLS this weekend? Um, well, you know, I'll be honest, I kind of tuned out because Atlanta United had a bye week. Um, so some of the results that I just kind of looked at were all the Eastern Conference teams that ended up losing. And I think New York lost, which is good for us. Um, and then their second game, they tied. Um, and Columbus, I think, had tied too. So I was kind of happy that they just didn't make ground on us. I was just rooting for all the Eastern, top Eastern Conference teams to lose. And, Maybe sporting Kansas City too, since uh, you know they're kind of up there. Um, so it was good. It was good for Atlanta to have a bye week, and nobody really made any uh, games against us. What about you? What did What did you take in? Um, yeah, I was pretty busy this weekend. I was at a huge uh, soccer tournament called Manchester City Cup, where Manchester City actually sends their academy and competes. It's a pretty good experience. But that aside, um, just the LA Galaxy uh, finally putting together two wins. I'm very excited about that. In Montreal, wasn't a good win. Well, it was because we were a man down. But versus San Jose, we looked a lot better, looked more comfortable. However, now I'm a little bit worried now that Gio and Jonathan just left. You know, they kind of – we've been playing without Gio, but Jonathan had kind of started gaining a rhythm with Galaxy. He just left. Um, we're going to be without Ola Kamara, I believe, the next game. Not today, but the very next game. So it's going to be difficult, but I'm excited to watch the Galaxy game today as well. Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting how the, the World Cup the World Cup really affects MLS teams. I mean, I, I know MLS is uh, taking that two week break, but even before then, teams are going to be pulling some players out for friendlies. Uh, players aren't going to want to get hurt, so it's going to it's going to be interesting. I think MLS right now is going to have to sit on the back burner because all anybody cares about right now is the World Cup, right? Yeah, dude. I mean, I'm I'm super excited. I don't even care about the teams I'm coaching right now. <laughs> yeah, they suck anyways. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> if they're listening, no, you guys don't. Yeah, so uh, I think we're going to uh, break down the rest of the groups today. But before that, uh, I know you didn't catch the U.S. game, so I won't really ask you any specifics. I could probably just get your take on what you think about a coaching situation and the general manager and I guess the outlook while we kind of just wait and see 
during the World Cup and afterwards. But uh, USA played against Bolivia three nil. Had a lot, had a lot of youngsters play. Um, a good result. Uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, good up and coming U.S. players, but uh, you know Bolivia. Let's you know there were probably using kind of the same formula with with young kids playing. So it's hard to get a really you know good picture until we play mm-hmm. somebody um, because we will be playing France in about two weeks and, I, and they're pretty much using us as target practice for Australia. So that yeah, actually, we're going to cream up. <laughs> can you imagine if we beat France when they're about to go to the start the World Cup? Then that's what's up. Then it shows that we should have been there. Yeah, so that that'll be the real test, um, and I, I'll be interested to see if we actually just keep what we've been doing and playing youngsters or try to mix in some of the veterans just because France is probably going to be using, um, you know, their, their heavy hitters. Well, they did um, bring in 10 new players. Um, I don't know if you're aware of that from the Bolivia game. They swapped out players. and uh, But still, the people they brought in there have more experience, but they're still youngsters. So, for example, they brought in DeAndre Yedlin. I mean, he's still young, but he technically has 50 caps for the U.S. Men's National Team. So, Brought in a little more experience under the belt, but um, I like it, dude. I like using all the youth talent. There's a lot of great, great, great talent right now on the U.S. Men's National Team, and the whole yeah. situation about who who who's gonna coach, da, 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 like it's going back and forth. Uh, honestly, dude, I like what they're doing right now. So I'm kind of curious as if a new manager had come in, like right away, would he have been? Would he be using youngsters right now? Um, and I would say he would probably be mixing it a little bit more. So I I don't know. Um, this is obviously Dave, Sh- uh, what's his name? Dave Sheridan. Sheridan. Yeah, he hasn't like really done much other than be uh, assistant coach to Bruce Arena. Mm-hmm. But kind of like it. Just leave him there until we really need to take him out. I mean, really until he makes a mistake. Cause like I like what he's doing. With the, the youngsters, and who knows, maybe he turns something into uh, turning uh, turns us into something special. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. There's no need to hire a coach now. After the World Cup, we'll probably uh, assess and see what our options are. Um, so yeah, and we've got a couple friendlies. So let's just keep keep doing what we're doing. We've got Ireland, I believe Saturday. After the week after that is France, and then the big one is we have uh, Mexico September 11th. In yeah, man, that's gonna be crazy. Yeah, dude, I, I I think this is one of the first few times they actually schedule friendly versus each other, right? Because that's not no friendly game, dude. That's gonna be a heated, a heated affair, you know? Yeah, and I I really don't know what to expect. Like, is is after the World Cup, is Mexico gonna want to field their stars? Is the U.S. gonna want to field the youngsters, or are they gonna want to? feel the veterans are a mix so i mean i really don't know what to expect out of the game i don't know how competitive it's going to be um and i guess the next year the following year is the gold cup right yeah the following summer is the gold cup so that's really when you start to have to having to get you know pretty serious and feel the a competitive team and it'll be interesting to see who breaks into the starting lineup um because really i mean i i see a lot of these young kids that i think are going to outperform uh, either some of the veterans or some of the folks that have been starting uh, games recently for the U.S. in the past. I, I completely agree with you. So I say for the next year and a half, we just play youngsters on the U.S. Men's National Team. 
Oh, hey, did you uh, catch the Mexico game? You, you did it, right? I didn't catch the Mexico game. I was out at the tournament. Well, but, not, that, uh, not that I care about Mexico, but they played well. Uh, I no, heard no. Wells was using. I heard Wells was doing the same thing USA was doing, though, playing a bunch of uh, youngsters. Yeah, it's funny because uh, I guess qualified World Cup teams kind of choose teams to to play against to warm up for the World Cup that play like similar teams in a group. So the, I guess France is playing against the U.S. because we're, we're probably similar to Australia's playing style and Wales is probably similar to uh, what maybe Sweden and Sweden's playing style. Um, so yeah. it's, pretty in, it's pretty interesting how, how these how these line up and you're like, why are they playing them? And it's always random, but I guess that's the best they can do because, I mean, a lot of World Cup teams aren't going to want to play against other World Cup teams. Yeah. Um, because they don't want to, you know, give their scouting report up. But, I mean, Argentina yesterday played Haiti, and that was really just because they wanted a good send-off from Argentina. Yeah. Smashed them. They just wanted to smash a team to kind of get some confidence. Yeah, I mean, hey, whatever works, right? Yeah. That's think, why we play teams like Guatemala. Oh, gosh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's let's get into it. So I think last time we finished with Group C, right? Group C, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So let's go to Group D, where we have Argentina, Iceland, Croatia, and Nigeria. Who you got? Uh, I got Argentina, Croatia coming out just in that order. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who do you have? I I, I think. That's that's probably what most people are saying, but I don't know. There's just something to have about Iceland. It's not just because I'm rooting for them. So I have Argentina and Iceland going through, uh, and then yeah, and then Croatia and Nigeria. Your bracket's busted right there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it could hey, be. did you already fill out your bracket? Yeah, I already got mine covered. Okay, right? cool. So you can't change it anymore because yeah. you know you're gonna get some incredible insight from me right now. No, just, I'm just, just kidding. Just so everyone knows, uh, we're doing a bracket challenge with a couple of uh, friends and family. So it's it's twenty bucks a bracket, and I think we're doing win- maybe winner takes all and second place. I don't know, gets their money back. Uh, so I guess we're gonna see who who actually knows what's up. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure it out. Nah, I mean, I wanted to go with some sleeper picks, but I was too scared of uh, busting my bracket. I mean, you got a you got a few sleepers when you well, I don't well, I don't know. It's different from what you said on the podcast earlier, but you have Egypt and Peru going through, right? No, I didn't have Egypt and Peru. I have uh, France and Peru going through. Well, no, no, they're in different groups, stupid. But I said, those oh are, yeah, those are your like underdogs coming through. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, kind of those to are me, sleepers. Not really sleeping. I guess. I Peru guess, over yeah. De- Peru over Denmark and uh, Egypt over Russia. Uh, that one's not yeah, as bad. That, yeah, one's not right. as, that one's not as big. But Iceland's probably, uh, you know, that one's probably really way down there. Uh, well, I mean, they did they did well in the in the Euros, so I can see it. You know, it's it's, it's literally gonna come out head to head. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. All right, Group E: Brazil, Switzerland, Costa Rica, Serbia. What, what do you think? I I have a sleeper here, depending how they're doing. Um, I have Brazil coming out on top and Costa Rica taking second. Costa Rica, man, you you talking about me being having my bracket busted? Yours <laughs> busted right there, <laughs> dude. I, I, I'm feeling another World Cup run like I did last <laughs> last time. Sadly, I think um, 
for me, I feel like all all the CONCACAF teams are going to do poorly. They're not none of them. I think none of them are going to get out of the group, honestly, out of the groups. Um, and I'm rooting for CONCACAF except for Mexico. But uh, <laughs> and I have Brazil winning this thing, so obviously I think Brazil is going to come out first, and I actually think Serbia is going to come out second. Serbia on top of Switzerland? Hell yeah, dog. Dude, I had I, I was difficult between Costa Rica and Switzerland, but not Serbia. Serbia's at the bottom of my group. Well, I'll, I'll be rooting for Costa Rica though, so I'm ho- I'm hoping I'm wrong as a fan, but I'm hoping I'm right for money. <laughs> <laughs> I get you. I fear you. I fear you. <laughs> All right. All right, dude. I'll group go ahead. F, we have Germany, South Korea, Mexico, and Sweden. Who do you have? This is probably the group that you're going to be paying the most attention to, huh? Yeah, yeah, it is. And uh, I guess Mexicans say it, but I don't see it. They call it the group of death. I don't think that's the group of death. Um, but I got Germany and Sweden coming through. Sorry, I just don't think Mexico can do it. Bracket busted right there, sir. <laughs> yeah, Mexico Germany, coming out on top, right? No, Mexico coming out second. <laughs> they lose to Germany. <laughs> Yeah, Germany first, and Mexico second. Yeah, that one's going to be interesting to watch. And, you know, South South Korea is no slouch either. Uh, They're pretty competitive. Yeah, I mean, Park is doing really good. And then his partner, Park, is also really good, too. And then the outside back, Park, is doing some (laughs) good stuff, too. (laughs) 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 Uh, All right, tell us about Group G. Group G, Belgium, England. Panama and Tunisia. <clears throat> yeah, dude, I had to clear my throat. Yeah. Sorry. I thought you could have pronounced it. I was like, dude, the name is not that tough to pronounce. <laughs> no. I my throat o- was stuck. Open, a, open an atlas or something. Wow, dude. <laughs> Relax. Yeah. Yeah. Think, who do you have coming up? I think this one is obviously the easiest group. It's, re- it's whoever you think is going to go number one and two. I have Belgium coming out one, and I have England coming out as number two. Uh, you see, I can't remember who I put number one and number two, but uh, Belgium and England are definitely coming out. Now, My, I, I hope Panama do, does well, but I know realistically they're not, which is why I left them out. But I think I have Belgium coming out on top. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I mean, this might, this might be their year to have a really deep run because they've had a good team for a while. It's just, you know, getting the results on, on the big stage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they struggled against a dominant performance by USA in the last World Cup. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> dude, but how awesome, uh, how awesome would it be if England failed to get out of the group, group stage? Dude, that'd be pretty cool. It'd be the second World Cup in a row, right? Yeah, I don't know why it's so fun watching England fail. Like, I, I'm not trying to root against them, but it's just it's just a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> just because they have the EPL, the greatest league in the world, yeah. and then they still suck. That goes to tell you, you shouldn't have too many foreigners in your league. <laughs> yeah. All right. Last but not least, Group H. Poland, Senegal, Colombia, and Japan. See, I, this group was the one I had the most, like, to think about. Like, it actually made me think. Because, okay, hands down, Colombia comes out on top. Yeah. But then you have, like, teams like Japan, Poland... You know, they're not powerhouses, but in a group like this, 
you give either one of those coming out. And even Senegal, uh, they had a good qualification run in the uh, in the African nations, you know. So it's kind of second place. I, I ended up putting Japan, but I wouldn't be surprised even if the uh, Senegal comes out. Yeah, and I was actually I was kind of of like mine with you, where with this group is the is the group where the second coming out of the group has the best chance to be pretty much anybody. Whoever decides to show mm-hmm. up is going to take that second spot. I don't think there's any doubt that Colombia is going to go through. Uh, it, it, for my bracket, I put Poland. Um, but, you know, shoot, Japan is a good team too. Senegal can show up. So it, it'll really be interesting. I honestly think that you're going to have something crazy where, like, uh, Poland beats Japan. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, like, Japan beats Poland, but then Senegal beats Japan, and then Poland beats Senegal, so it's all going to come down to, like, To, like, gold difference. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. But that'll be a fun group to watch just because it's so, like, random. It's going to be, like, whoever doesn't lose as bad to Colombia. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Man, so that's uh, that's our World Cup picks. It's getting exciting. Um, dude, it, it it feels like it's so close yet so far away, dude. I know. What are we like? Two weeks and some change. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. But it feels so far. Dude, like, I don't know what to do. I'm gonna have to record all the games and like watch it when I get off of work Monday through Friday. Dude, don't be. Oh yeah. It's they're... like it's like what, eleven, two, and five if they have three games or something like that, right? For you, for for me, it's like three a.m., six a.m. Nah, not, that not that early. Yeah, they are, dude. No, nah, that's not what I checked. The, the first opening game of Russia and uh, Saudi Arabia is like at 11. So that would be 8 a.m. Yeah, 8 a.m. Okay. Okay, but dude, no, I'm telling you right here, dude. The very, uh, the 16th, France versus Australia, 3 a.m. Uh, I'll have to double check it, man. I don't know. I'm literally looking right at it. Is this Pacific time or is or what? 3 a.m. Pacific time. Hmm. So six a.m. your time. So to you, it's whatever. Well, it's it's football. It's telling me wrong. The app. Nah, dude. All right. Be- before we sign off, um, I hey David. So who do you have as their two finalists in the, you know, for the championship in the World Cup, and who takes it? We got uh, Brazil and Germany in the final, and I got Brazil taking. It. I have them bouncing back from their embarrassing defeat in Brazil and winning in Europe. What about you? Uh, so, you know, filling out the bracket and everything today, I actually changed my pick around. So last podcast, I said Germany will take it. I have an all South American final. One of the greatest rivalries of all time, Brazil, Argentina. Brazil, Argentina. No way. And I have Argentina taking And I have Argentina taking Oh, what made you change your mind? Oh, I actually uh, watched our actually Argentina watched game, yesterday. game yesterday. And the way they're playing and right the now is right pretty now, incredible. I can't see a team keeping up with them. And they got smashed by Spain. That was without Messi. Messi is key, man. He, they better bubble wrap him until the World <laughs> Cup starts. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Hey, well, one other question before we sign off. Um... Any group of deaths that you see? Cause, it's uh, not I, obvious. I didn't really it's it's not obvious. Yeah. I mean, I was trying to figure that out the the other day. So that's why that's why you can say the group of death is the Mexico group because 
there you have Sweden, which is a strong team. Mexico, if they actually show up to play, they're a strong team. And Germany. Like, Mexico usually always makes it out of the group. You get me? Sweden always yeah. makes it out of the group. Germany always makes it out of the group. South Korea from time to time. So that's the only group of death type of scenario I can see. Because everyone else yeah. is, like, clear which two are coming out. Well, I kind of agree, but, yeah, I guess the biggest thing is, like, for the number two team, who has it a tough of the number two team getting out? And Group E, in my opinion, or Group F, because in Group E, it's the same thing, like Switzerland, Costa Rica, and then even Serbia, they've all come out of their groups before. And obviously yeah. Brazil is a five-time world champ. Yeah, I get uh, you. So, yeah. You're right, but it's not as obvious as this one. I think it all—it all, it all depends how where you're looking at it from. Because you know, for Mexico, yeah, it's a group of death to them. But if you're, you know, Peru or something, you're probably in the group of death. But I think those are the two two of the most competitive ones. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. All right, man, hey, that was fun. Excited. That was a good uh, World Cup edition. Hope you, hopefully you guys are getting excited for the World Cup, and we'll be bringing updates to that as well. Um, Stay tuned and be ready for another episode of Sunday League's Finest next week. Peace. Peace.